Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Tech Preacher Podcast. That's what I'm talking about. Another week, another podcast. Listen, man, I want to give a huge shout out to everybody that watched this podcast, listen to this podcast, either on Spotify or your podcast channels, or if you're watching me here on YouTube. Let's do some housekeeping. Um, and one of the things I want to uh, tell y'all guys that last week I did this. And when I did this, a lot of people hit me up. I actually dropped the podcast. The video version of this podcast was dropped on YouTube Friday morning instead of Thursdays. And a lot of people hit me up and say, hey, no podcast this Thursday. Now, people that listen to me on Spotify, you can either watch the video version or the, listen to the audio version on Spotify and other podcast channels. Uh, it still will be on Thursday mornings. The video version of this podcast will be Friday. And the reason why, because I wanted to separate Wired Wednesday in the podcast just by a day. Because I think after we have so much fun on Wired Wednesday, uh, people that want to hear the audio version of my podcast, my thoughts about products and services, you can hear it in your vehicles or you can watch it on Spotify because now I'm able to upload the video version of this podcast on Spotify. Or people, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you're listening to the audio version. But I decided to take the video version of this podcast and put it on YouTube on Friday mornings, 8, uh, 10 a.m., Central Time. So 8, um, I'm sorry, 10 p.m., 10 a.m. Central Time, 10 a.m. Central Time uh, is going to be the video version on Fridays when I will have the YouTube version of this podcast. All right. So let's get into some of the my thoughts of this week. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Pixel 8, uh, Pixel 8s that got leaked out. Also, I want to touch bases on my thoughts about this overheating stuff uh, dealing with the iPhones uh, 15 Pro Maxes and uh, being broken and all that stuff like that. Also, uh, listen, man, I, I don't want to touch bases on so much, man. And I, I know I try to keep these podcasts within 30 minutes. So let's go on and give you my thoughts about some of this stuff. First of all, let's talk about what Google is doing. I dropped a video this week. If you haven't saw the video of the Pixel Fold, my full month review, please check it out on my, on my YouTube channel. And what I was doing, I was kind of keeping myself silent about the Pixel Fold because I wanted to kind of work with the device and, and, and use the device. And what I did was I put the betas on there. And what I discovered, and this is strange because usually betas, kind of make phones out of whack, right? Give me software issues, overheating issues, bad battery life. That's usually the case with most betas. Well, we got beta one. It did okay with the Pixel 4. It didn't make too many changes. Beta 2 came out. Now we got, I think this is the third iteration of the beta on the Pixel 4. And that kind of made a drastic change on some of the things. Here's what I'm seeing on the Pixel 4 so far with the beta 3. Um, first, we got app scaling. That's something that we all criticize google for uh and i know what they was trying to do they was trying to put the pressure on app developers to you know recode their apps to fit the aspect ratio of the pixel 4 unfortunately it's a very slow process some app developers not on board but the user that spent a, a good bit of you know chunk of their change on this device they want the experience they don't care about if google need to get with the developers and all that listen if samsung was able to do it then google needed to do it and i think google finally felt that after people complained about app scaling that uh you know this it, this was a terrible experience with some apps 
So they introduced uh, in beta three uh, the way to scale your apps. And it's some of the apps were great. So we needed that. Uh, and listen, man, I believe that Google didn't have, I, I didn't think they have a choice but to do that, right? They needed to do that. So you have app scaling, which brings the, the user experience better. Uh, next, what they did was look like they kind of calmed the thermals down a little bit because what I've been used to when I'm using the Pixel Fold for long periods of time, gaming or watching YouTube videos, when I got the brightness level all the way up, if I'm using the inner display, what I was encountering is that uh, screen started dimming when the device got too hot, too warm. And, I, and so I think with Beta 3 kind of combed it down a little bit. So I'm, that's been my experience so far. Uh, and I think Google need to do more. Uh, whether or not they need to calm down the process a little bit and stuff like that, still try to give us a very good experience. I think that's what they need to do with the Tensor 2. So I think uh, for the most part, I think Google is aware that uh, the heaty issues on the Pixel 4, and I think they're trying to do something about it. All right, so that that's kind of been my experience so far with the Pixel 4 besides battery life. Listen, man, I was only getting about three hours of screen on time, with three and a half hours of battery life on the Pixel 4. What beta 3 looked like it doubled my my uh, battery life. Listen, man, I don't know what kind of miracle that they're doing, but they are listening, and that's the key. Now, you know, I've dropped a video. I promise you, listen, listen to my thoughts about that video. That's my thoughts, and I got more to come. So that's my experience so far with the Pixel 4. Uh, listen, it's work in progress, man. I'm going I'm to continue to, to, to rock with the device, use it as a third daily driver that I've been using, and give you guys updates about my experience on the Google Pixel 4. I want to have a dialogue on my worst experience all the way up to when they fix it. Listen, that is something that I'm trying to do. That's why you see my videos going from bad to getting better to getting better to getting better. And that's what I'm going to continue to do throughout the lifestyle of the Google Pixel 4. But as we're talking about Google, let's talk about the 8 and the 8 Pro, right? Listen, man, we start this. Uh, Google leaked out everything, right? We saw the full commercial. Uh, we saw the images of the device. We saw everything about the device, right? So we know how the phone look. We know that the, they wouldn't, they're not raising the price. We're going to get the $799, $899 prospectively. We know that we're going to get the three cameras on the Pro and the two cameras on the, on the 8. We know, uh, we start to see that Google is implementing some type of promo, which that's fine. I like that. I like that because in the... Um, the leak uh, presser that they did was I seen them. They mentioned in the video that they're doing some type of DSLR type of mode, which to me that that, that kind of saying that okay they're going to put pro mode on, on on this device, which is vastly needed for professionals that want to take their device and control all the features of the device in the camera app. So pro mode will be a a, a very good addition to the Pixel devices. Um, also listen, I, I don't know this for sure, but we did hear something about some type of desktop mode. And again, that's something that Google need to really implement in their pixel devices is some type of desktop mode because Samsung been running away with it. And also, uh, Motorola have ready for, so I think it's time for Google to implement a good desktop mode on a pixel devices. That's something that they need to do. All right. So we saw everything, uh, about the pixel eight. Listen, 
as of me recording this podcast, we're talking about about two weeks before the announcement. Uh, so we know the price. We know the design. We know half the software. So that is a good thing. We know everything, almost everything about, about the device. So when they do the keto address, we pretty much know 90% of everything that Google's going to do. Only thing they did to do is let us know how much it costs, where we can purchase the device, a pre-order, and go from there. All right, let's touch bases a little bit on this iPhone issue. Every year, we get devices roll out, right? I mean, I mean, it, it is what it is, right? And us tech content creators, our jobs, our goal, right, is to give out information. We need to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. And I understand, listen, I ain't going to say I understand. And I know diehard fans of certain products, they don't want YouTube content creators to talk about things. And that's the wrong thing to do. Listen, I never saw content creators go against other content creators for making videos about their experience. Or content creators going after other content creators on you know social media because they are expressing their experience on social media. I thought, listen, it's I had never heard of this code of of ethics of 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 people bashing other content creators for releasing their experience. Now, listen, whether or not they're doing it for clicks, whether or not they're doing it for views, whether or not they're doing it for clout, what I don't care what they're doing it about, right? It's up to the viewer to distinguish the difference between the content created that they trust and the content create content created that they don't trust. You got to look at the history of the content created. And I expressed this in a lot of my podcasts that, uh, that content created that you trust, right? And a lot of people say, well, you shouldn't trust no content creators. Well, I don't know about that too much. And the reason why is because a lot of people base their buying options off of reviews and stuff like that. Listen, I'm going to tell you this. Me, as a content creator, before I go out and I've spent tons of money on all this gear, right? I watch countless of videos of content creators that I trust before I shell out, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars on product. Listen, I don't have this, this speech, just, just go buy the product. If you don't like it, return it. No, how you can find out the, how could you find out the ins and outs, the good, the bad, the ugly about products and services if you don't utilize your researching method, right? Listen, I got the, uh, the Zoom F8 in Pro. The Zoom F8 in Pro, and I'm going to turn it down. Wow, it's peaking a little bit. So I got the Zoom F8 in Pro. And before I bought the Zoom F8 in Pro, I kid you not, I watch all my trusted videos as my research tactic, right? I wouldn't just go, go out and spend $1,300 on this thing without doing my research. So what I did... I went out and I did my research by watching content creators on YouTube and watching, you know, multiple content creators on YouTube uh, about their experience, about the product. So I want to hear the good, the bad, the ugly. Listen, I remember when Sony dropped a camera and it had a massive overheating issue in 8K or 4K or whatever, right? Think about this. If we listen to how some people tell people don't make videos and don't talk about overheating, don't talk about bad stuff, don't talk about this and don't talk about that in your videos, then how in the hell then when you buy the product and it got a, over, a massive overheating issue, 
the first thing come to your mind, you mean to tell me that all these videos I watch, all these articles that I read, everything that I did from social media to watching YouTube videos or reading articles, nobody mentioned the bad stuff, nobody mentioned overheating, but when I buy the product, it's massive overheating or when people start buying the product, then they start hitting Reddit. Then they start hitting social media saying that, I, you know, all these content creators is lying to us because they didn't tell us about these massive overheating issues in these cameras. So the same thing applies for the iPhone. Listen, it's just not one content creator that's having this experience. If you go up and down Reddit, if you go up and down Twitter, if you go up and down social media, you have countless of people that's having bad experiences with this device. So it's up to content creators to make sure that we express our concerns about products and services, whether or not it's good or bad. A lot of people always say, well, if, if, if it's a heating issue, just return it. And listen, I... I understand it, but we as content creators still have to talk about this stuff. Listen, man, in order for companies to get better, we have to criticize them for the bad stuff that they do. And I understand that a lot of people say, well, easy, you know, if you don't like the product, just don't buy the product. But that, listen, I am not the consumer at this point. I am a content creator that makes videos about tech on YouTube. That means that's my, that's what I do here. This is what we do here as content creators in the tech industry. This is what we do here. We talk about products and services. Just because if, if just because you have a couple of people that say, well, don't buy the product. If you don't like it, don't buy it. That, that's not an answer. That's not the good answer. The answer is get the product, review the product, talk about the pros and the cons. Talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. If even if you're a content creator, they have to return the device and get a new one because of your bad experience, then talk about your bad experience. Talk about that you had to return the device due to overheating or due to bad software or due to bad this and bad that. And talk about your experience. It's called a dialogue. It's, it's a dialogue of your experience of you using products and services. If everybody on social media and every YouTube content creator that review product never talk about the bad stuff i promise you nobody would never trust and nobody would never watch us because they think that everything that we see out of our mouths is a lie and i do not me i do not want my people to come across my channel as fake and phony y'all could be fake and phony but i won't be fake and phony not on this youtube channel and that's what i want to express listen a lot of people say well it's our it's not our job to educate people what you mean? What you mean? Well, we listen. We, if you get a product before everybody else get it, right? You talk about, you know, you give your experience, your overview, or whatever. But as you express your dialogue about that device, you educating your viewer on the good stuff and the bad stuff that you experience it. I don't understand. You don't listen. Certain people don't want us to talk about the bad stuff. The bad stuff is is very critical. Listen, man, everything ain't sunshine and roses, people. We have to talk about the bad stuff. Listen, for years, and I still talk about this, no charge in the box. To this day, I still talk about it. No charge in the box. And a lot of people, oh, my God, will you go get over it? I will never get over it. I want to make sure that every freaking customer, everybody that watch my YouTube channel, when I get a device and it doesn't have a charge in the box, they need to know that. 
And a lot of people say, well, if they don't know that they don't need to buy, listen, that that's the wrong answer, right? Everybody needs to know, and I'm going to continue it, I'm going to say it, and I'm going to continue saying it, no matter what, because that's that's the way we, that's what we're supposed to do here. Listen, I've seen a shift in content creators, right? I, and, uh, you know, when we talk about, you know, the iPhone 15 not having 60 hertz and stuff like that, the first thing, you know, Apple people come and protest and say, well, Apple know they people. Apple know that people don't 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 need more than 60 hertz. That's why they have a pro model. Listen, man, let me tell you something. Apple know they people because when I hear that statement, Apple wants your money. Hey, listen, man, and listen, I, I, I hear the arguments about the, the 15 and the 15 plus not having, you know, 120 hertz. And people say, well, the average consumer doesn't care about high refresh rates and stuff like that. And it's not up to us to educate people on, you know, how you getting ripped off on a $900 device with a low refresh rate. I think it's, it's totally up to us to educate People knowing, let them know that what you buying is what you getting, and that and it's nothing wrong with mentioning that. Okay, this device for nine hundred dollars. Listen, in the Android ecosystem, and I understand Apple and Android is two different companies, right? In the Android ecosystem, man, you got three hundred dollar phones with a hundred twenty hertz display. You got I don't know any device that costs nine hundred dollars that doesn't have either one hundred forty four hertz or one hundred twenty hertz displays on it for nine hundred dollars. In twenty twenty three, we talk about this that you know uh, no phone should come with no less than ninety hertz, right? And and at especially at price points. And I think when you talk about the iPhone 15, iPhone 15 Plus, I just think that, yes, Apple is going to give you a good experience. Yes, they're going to give you a 60 hertz display. Yes, I think you're going to get an overall better experience, you know, with the new iPhones, right? But it's up to us to still mention the refresh rates. Because let me tell you something. When Google and all these other companies come out and they have 60 hertz displays at at $800, you think about this. Will you buy an Android phone that costs almost $800, $900 $1,000 today with a 60 hertz display? And 99.9% .9 of everybody in the comments would say, hell no. Because you could buy a last year flagship with 120 hertz for less of the price. Or you could buy a two year flagship with 120 hertz for less of the price instead of spending $900 on the device with, with, with low refresh rates and all that stuff like that. And I understand a lot of people say, well, easy. Only tech enthusiasts cares about refresh rates. The average consumer don't. Well, you know why the average consumer don't? It's because we don't educate them. The reason why the average consumer don't know about refresh rates is because we don't educate them. And a lot of people say, well, it's not our job. Well, you know what? I, I just beg to differ. I believe it's part of our job. I think it's something that when we talk about a device that we got into our hand, we review a device and we need to give all the information to the customer. We need to give all the information to our viewers. Listen, if you're going to be fake and phony, tell your viewers you're going to be fake and phony. That's all I'm saying, right? If you're going to be real about it, be real about it. Talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. Educate your viewer. That's what I'm saying, you know? All right. That's my thoughts about the iPhone, man. And listen, man, 
And let's talk about the word of the day before I get out of here. And that is fake and phony. Listen, man, you could say you real. You could say videos that you make is great. You could say the stuff that you post on social media. You try to advocate yourself as being real. But your actions speak for itself. See, a lot of people could say they real. They keep it real all the time. I'm going to keep it 100 all the time and stuff like that. But their actions say otherwise. That's the, that's the part that confuses me. Because if you go keep it real, baby, sometimes you upset, upset people to keep it real. Think about this. Everything that I'm talking about in this podcast, a lot of people ain't going to agree with. People are going to hit me in the comments or hit me in the DM to say they don't agree with me. A lot of people go post stuff, say stuff, and say, hey, I don't agree with the tech preacher say. But you know what? Keeping it real sometimes can't make everybody happy, baby. Think about this. If you keep it real all the time and no fluff, no passes, that means that you can't keep, you can't make everybody happy. That means that the diehard people, whether or not it's going to be Samsung people or Google people or Apple people, listen, when you talk about their beloved device, they're not going to like you for it. But if again, if you go be unbiased and keep it real all the time, baby, you're going to get people that's going, not going to like you for it. And it's okay because it's okay for them to hit people in the comments and say, I disagree with you. That's okay. As long as they don't get out of line. See, disagreeing and getting out of line is two different things. You can hit a person in the comments and say, listen, I understand what you're saying. I am a diehard Apple person and I, my, my device is great. I'm glad that Apple did what they did. I don't mind paying Apple every penny, every cent. I don't care. I love my device. It don't matter what nobody say. I love my device. I disagree with your sentiment. Okay, cool. But when you hit me, in the, if you hit somebody in the comments and call them all kinds of names and, and this, that, and the other, that's where you get blocked. That's where you get, you know, deleted and stuff like that. You know, stuff, you know, you don't get no, listen, when people call, say stupid things in my comments, I have zero tolerance. I don't mind people disagreeing with me, but I got zero tolerance for, for trolls, right? So usually with the trolls and the clowns, I usually delete and block them. That's that's pretty simple. I don't listen. 99.9% .9 of all my comments, I respond. Usually the clowns that I don't respond to, you know, if I don't respond to that means you blocked and I do it with ease. No big deal because I keep it moving because guess what? Keeping it real. Sometimes you get hate and listen, uh, I make mistakes just like everybody else. Sometimes I, I I've made mistakes in the past and I own up to my mistakes. If You've watched me over the past seven years. You've seen the mistakes that I've made and the mistakes that I've owned up to. If you watch Wired Wednesdays, if you listen to these podcasts, every time I feel this, I made a mistake or somebody hit me in the comments or somebody DM me, tell me I made a mistake, I own up to it. I don't be combative about it. If I made a mistake, I will own up to that mistake and say, hey, listen, I made a mistake. I've made rebuttal videos on my YouTube channel about the mistakes that I made. Now, listen, man, think about this, right? I've made, I make videos critiquing myself about my past videos saying that how bad this video was when I made it. I critique myself in my own videos. Go check out the series on my YouTube channel, right? 
I make videos about myself, about my past videos. I critique myself in my past videos. Listen, you can't get no realer than that. You cannot get no realer than critiquing yourself in your own in, on your own channel. See, a lot of people like to be all shady, like to be all, you know, like they shit don't stink and everything is all good. Everything, you know, I'm the best at this. And the, listen, man, I am a, I am not a perfect person. I don't never proclaim to be a perfect person. And I know I make mistakes daily. Right. When I make videos, I make mistakes. Listen, I might have said something in the video. I might have made an opinion about a video and somebody say, hey, easy. Hold on. You say something in that video that it could be, you know, uh, rebutted. And listen, it's all good. Because if I don't have a community of people that 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 critique me and trust what I say and I trust what they say and I listen to my viewers, I read every comment that hit my YouTube channel. I read every comment that comes through my social media, you know, and I think about this stuff and I fix my wrongdoings and I call, listen, I said, listen, I, I made a mistake. I messed up and being real. Sometimes you have to own up to your own mistakes. So that's my word of the day. If you fake and phony, that's, that's all on you, but you can't say you are real when you're not real. You have to be able to, to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I made a mistake. I'm going to tell my viewers that I made that mistake. And once you tell your viewers you made that mistake, then they get they have a little more trust in you, knowing that you made a mistake and you came back, you own up to that mistake. Listen, that's the word of the day. I just want everybody to, to understand how some of this YouTube stuff work and my thoughts about a lot of things, man. And I'm going to keep it pushing. So listen, man, I, I, I want to also talk about that. Uh, I started doing TikTok lives. Now I'm on TikTok. If y'all don't know it, I'm on TikTok now. I started a whole TikTok channel. It's been phenomenal. Shout out to the TikTok people, man. They've embraced me. They have, they have, they've started watching my TikTok videos and it's been great. If you want to follow me on TikTok, go to the Tech Preacher. I'm on TikTok. It's been fun. The reason why I'm saying it is because I'm doing live streams every Saturday, every Saturday night, uh, 8 Central Time, between 7 uh, or 8 o'clock Central Time. I'm doing live streams um, on TikTok. Those live streams is designed to have y'all guys get to know me a little more in just me as an individual. Now we could talk about tech, but the TikTok thing is more of me just being myself. You know, obviously, listen, I'm myself. I understand, you know, but when I make YouTube videos and stuff like that, when I talk about this tech stuff, listen, I, I, my TikTok live streams, it's just, it's just about me, man. It's like just having fun, playing some music, man, and just enjoying life chit-chatting with y'all uh and just enjoying the whole scene uh and just having fun and that's all man because sometimes you got to get away from tech and my tiktok channel is about tech but my live streams is not about tech uh now the last couple of live streams we did talk about tech because a lot of tech people come through and they ask questions about tech and it's all good uh but if you want to see me in real form if you want to see me enjoy myself, uh, check it out on TikTok. Check out the Tech Preacher on TikTok uh, and go from there. All right. So let's get out of here. 
Listen, man, I really appreciate y'all guys for listening to these podcasts, man. I, I work hard at this, man. Listen, I got three cameras on me right now, right? And as I do my editing, I take three cameras and I go side to side to side. The editing process takes a while. Um, and I want to kind of give y'all guys the best quality of, of videos that I can produce. And that's all I'm trying to do here, right? And that's that's all I've been trying to do for a very long time. And I really do appreciate y'all for hanging in there, supporting the tech preacher, and going from there. All right, let's get out of here. Oh, yeah. Another episode of the Tech Preacher Podcast, baby. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. If you go be real, stay real. Don't never be fake. Follow the people that you believe in. Listen, man, they got a lot of people that's fake and phony. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to keep it real no matter what. Even if I lose friends, even if people say, you know what, I can't follow this dude no more because he's too real. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to tell you, I keep it real no matter what. When I'm wrong, I own up to my wrongness. But I'm going to keep it real no matter what. I'm not perfect, but you're not perfect neither. But I always say this, I'm here to educate you. I'm here to give you the real. I'm here to tell you the good, the bad, the ugly, no matter what. If you like it, chill with me right here, baby. The Tech Preacher, oh! Listen, man, I'm not a rapper, but man, that sounded like a rap, did it? <laughs> All right, y'all, I'm out. Thank y'all guys very much. Yes.